Welcome to Oh Brother, a podcast of three brothers trying to figure it all out with your hosts, Brandon, Colin, and Aaron. On this week's show, wedding planning. If I had to start it all over again, I would just found a, an, an HR company where employ where uh, businesses, small, medium-sized businesses, would hire you to handle all of their HR issues, um, and just uh, make uh, gobs of money for people's awful mistakes and uh, live a happy life. <laughs> <laughs> wow! No one's bitter about anything today, are they? Answers me. No. Um, uh, yeah. Uh, turns out when you hire people, you have HR stuff, and then uh, it's, uh, it's 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 fine. it's fine. Trying to be compliant and stuff, and learning all of those things. Um, yeah, I will say, thankfully, they have taken a quote unquote HR manager position and just turned it into like a monthly subscription where you get access to like. Uh, HR person uh, that you can reach out to any questions and they like review your documents for your for your company and make sure you're not being like just totally awful. Um, they'll let you be a little awful, um, but not totally. Uh, and it's actually uh, really nice. <laughs> That's crazy. I did not know that such a thing existed. Yeah, I know. I mean, um, I'm not surprised really now that I think about it, but like, yeah, I would not have. But uh, of course, I'm not again. I'm not very businessy, uh, so like these are things that I don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I uh, I didn't know either, really about it. And then the uh, the company that handles our um, of our HR and stuff, or sorry, of our um, uh, payroll, um, has like these all these tools for like onboarding and you can link it to all these different apps and things and then they're like oh yeah we also offer hr and i was like what tell me more and it's great they've got like this big library of documents that they that it's they're just big templates and they'll auto plug all of your uh, business information into them when you download them uh, so you can just you know have all this stuff on hand to 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 use so that you're uh you're being compliant. It's a word I've been using a lot today. Am I compliant? <laughs> See that you've already used it like twelve times, and we've been recording for like a minute. So I yes, I know I know I know. So there we go. So I have lots of buttons to click, which obviously I mean I I love I love I can look. There's like oh there's a drop down here. Oh. Look, I can look at federal laws at a glance. What? At a glance, federal laws. Oh, wow, just just what I always wanted. <laughs> help I know me. That help me. <laughs> I was gonna say you need to get step away from the menus. Don't go near those things. Oh man, yeah, that's good, good stuff. These are things that I don't understand. At the, like I've mentioned several times in the past, I'm sure uh, every time at the beginning of the school year when our like person lady has to stand up there and talk about this kind of thing, I'm just like, I just sort of stare at her. And I'm like, I don't understand literally any of the words that you just said to me. So I don't. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> I, yeah, like, like any questions? I'm like, I, no, we're going to go with no because. Nah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I immediately start looking for the translator because usually when somebody from HR or like benefits is there, I'm like, there, no, never mind, I'm out. I, you're not going to be able to use words that make sense to me. <laughs> oh yeah, the, it's the the worst one is this. There's a lady that comes from like, I don't really know, like the outside some sort of outside agency that we contract through. I think it has to do with like retirement stroke investments. Yes. Mm. And she will come and she will say words and she'll be like, she's talking and I, I, I actually have no idea what she's saying. Mm-hmm. Right. She's like saying all this stuff and like, she's like, yeah, but you know, if you do this, blah, blah, blah. But then this way, blah, blah. blah. I'm like, what? <sighs> what? Well, I don't know what any of those words are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it just gets it just gets worse when they talk about certain things. And yeah, the the outside um people that come in that are contracted through are even worse because they literally their entire job is just to go from business to business or place of employment to place of employment and give the same presentation and pass out the same forms and then say any questions and you're like no, these words have become meaningless to you. It's this is a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, right. And I mean, like, yes, I think it's one of those things where like they deal with that stuff like day in and day out, and so they know exactly what they're talking about. Mm-hmm. But I don't. No, right. And because I don't do things like that, that doesn't interest me. I don't care. I don't. <clears throat> I don't have any interest in any of that world at all. And. Like, I just, I have a hard time understanding it and I kind of tune out and I zone out and I understand some of it's important, right? But like not enough to me to matter at this current juncture, right? Like I don't care what you're talking about, right? Uh Like, you know, all these people, you know, they they always quote all these like people like, oh, well, whoever, who's the, the, I was talking about the other day, who's the, like the big famous guy that's all over the internet. Oh, that Gary V idiot he's always like yeah do this these are the things that you do blah blah blah. i'm like sir sir you have millions of dollars shut your mouth i don't care like (laughs) man i'm throwing shade at the the v meister the v yeah i don't care about chucks painter i don't know what his name is i don't know whatever Uh. i don't care he's all blabber on about like nft this and nft hot market like dude these aren't real things calm down but like he, if you want to spend all your money on pretend online things, that's fine. It doesn't matter. It's made up. Sure. Go for it. I don't care if somebody can make some money on it. Cool. I don't care. I'm not interested. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, obviously you uh, pay attention to him because you um, no, just is like all the time on like, he's just like, I don't know what has happened, but he'll just like show up on my newsfeed. Like what? What did I accidentally click on to see your face? Go away, right? You're needing you're needing that, right? You're need I'm not trying the universe is trying to tell you like one of my friends was talking about this stuff the other day, talking about like investing in stocks and all that kind of like well, I don't know. <laughs> but again, again, I say these things. I say all these things fully aware yeah. that many of the things that I find interesting, no one cares about either. Mm-hmm. Right. So I am aware. I I want I want the listeners to know I'm not just a grumpy old man. I mean I am that, but I am also oh. a self-aware grumpy man because I know that I'm not interested in that stuff. But uh-huh. I know that 
you are also not interested in like I don't know f- uh, guitar fuzz circuit typology. I know that you are not interested in that and don't want to hear me <laughs> discuss with you the distance between two, three, and four uh, transistor circuit diagrams. That is not of interest to you, right? You don't care, and I ex- <laughs> I I accept that. And that's fine. <laughs> but you know, it's, <laughs> it's fine. Right. Or like sense. I know you don't want to have a conversation about like I don't know, the evolution of cuneiform writing. Like I know you're not interested in any of that. So like cool. But like <laughs> Yeah. It's because t- people hit those cer- those certain level of interests at different times right and they solve them in different ways like i know people who like were like "Ooh, um i need to save for the future so they like dive in and learn everything they can they basically become like 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 uh, semi-professional day traders right where like that's like they manage everything themselves like that's one way and then there are other people who are like yeah there's just somebody like or you know like uh, i have a fund through my company or you know for as a teacher like th- that's where things go and i don't really have to worry about it and there you go like you're interested in it just enough to like start and then you put it on autopilot and you're like okay well anyway yeah other things there. to do <laughs> <laughs> mine isn't even that much they're like sign this paper so we can start this thing like okay whatever uh, <laughs> it's fine whatever i don't care but like I again, I fully understand that some that like not everybody has the same interest, which is good, right? Yeah. The world would be very boring if everybody talked about the same thing all the time. True uh, enough, fair. So like, I get it, right? But also, I don't stand up here and like try to shove my weird interest down your throat, right? So go away. I don't want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm, I think I'm hearing that we got to uh, got to get. Uh, Gotta get some NFTs for the uh, oh brother! I don't know what we were. Yeah, I don't even know what those letters actually stand for. Gotta get on the. Gotta get a blockchain and uh, do uh, some stuff. Gotta start get These are words that I've heard. We gotta get. I know. Whenever you say blockchain, the first thing that comes to my mind is actually a block and tackle. Uh, for like moving logs and stuff. Right, that's the first thing I think about. But you know, it is it is a decision you could make, I guess. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron, what would our NFTs look like for our uh, O Brother store? I I have no idea what NFTs are. I have <laughs> me neither. <laughs> no, I have no business savvy. I the same thing with Brandon. Every time there's a guy that's on there that talks about like, you know, if you want to get better, you you got to maximize this. Like, I don't I don't know who you are. I don't know where you came from. Why? Why are you so angry? So I just I leave it alone, deal with it. That literally means nothing. <laughs> and if people are like, "Oh, do you want to you know teach a financial literacy class?" I'm like, what? What is no? So I, I don't I don't know what any of those are. I'm so sorry. I, <laughs> I acronyms scare me. So Aaron, I don't think anybody actually knows what it is. That's what I've. From the little that I've read about it, when it shows up in articles or thing like like ads before videos, that I watch, I don't think anybody knows. No one is sure. <laughs> no. Like no. they say words, but I'm going. That sounds made up because it is mostly. Yeah. <laughs> like 
Yeah, the best I can understand is imagine it were a piece of art that uh, was sold that you could verify its legitimacy and its entire history of transactions with it so that you could actually still make multiple copies of them, but they were each individually marked in the digital world. Um, right. So like, why do we care about that? Well, because why we is that, that important? We have those same things in the uh, physical world, right? Like we have some Remington firearms that have the serial numbers like 0021 and 0022 and 0023. Those are physical Again. objects. Um, in the digital world, if somebody sends me a photo of a Rembrandt, I can just copy and paste that and distribute it that all over the internet. Um, now imagine Rembrandt made it in like word paint, uh, but then locked it into an NFT, which made that we could confirm that that was the original, um, and then trace it over time. And then they also have links, links to them. This is the, this is the part that I do like that, um, each time it's sold, you can actually set it up. So that the originator, the person who the original artist gets a kick back from every transaction that that every time it passes hands, 10% or whatever immediately goes to the original owner. But why? I think it's a way to like, but I mean, like, yeah, if you, if you like, is that just because I need more control of my stuff? If I write a book, right, physical paper book and I sell it and then like, somebody buys it and then they resell it. I don't deserve that money. I already sold the book. Sure. Right. Like I, it's, it's, it's see the, it, it seems weird to me that basically you're generating infinite money, right? Because if I make a, a pretend online poster, right. Uh-huh. And then I sell it and then you buy it and you, then you sell it to someone else for some reason. Of course, first of all, I don't know why you would, how that would even work. That seems dumb to me, but like, why would I, I don't deserve any more money because I already sold it once. Mm-hmm. Right. I can't, why would you make profit off of selling a thing over and over and over again? Yeah. I think the same, the same one thing. Yeah. Right. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why should you be able to do that? Well, I think, um, and I think, I think it's, that's just one use of it. Um, I can definitely see in, in a realm where digital makes things infinitely copyable. Uh, it is one way to wrest control back. And if we set aside the finances for a moment, um, it at least allows things to be identified as this is the original, this is the unique thing. And when you think back to like, you know, the one thing it, it, I think for the, for the artists and creators, that's where I really see a lot of the benefit for them to go. No, this is, well, the copy, here's, right? Like, yes, he, but here's what I'm saying. Yeah. If you are so concerned about that, why are you working in a medium that is infinitely copyable? Uh, well, because that's that's where the um audience is, that's where the money uh, right. is potentially, like, right? Like like if I wanted to if I was an artist, sure, I could go out and I could run a, a print of a thousand <laughs> vinyls and then those are originals, right? You're not going to be able yeah. to really copy those. Uh, but that's not really where the market is. So it's trying to take that physical, tangible aspect, which in, in a sense, to me, kind of defeats the whole aspect of a digital world that I can yeah. copy paste it a billion times. Um, 
but from a creator, from an economic standpoint, uh, I, 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 I understand the, the drive <laughs> to do that. Of like, like, so I'm looking, I'm looking at my wall right here. Okay. I have a Picasso painting hanging on my wall. Yeah. Right. Clearly not an original Picasso painting, right? It's a poster. It is a copy of an original work. But why is that bad? Yeah. What does the Pablo Picasso estate deserve part of the $12 that I paid for that poster? Because he made it originally? Well, no. One... Right? The original print has a number. And for some, for some archaic reason, we have assigned artificially high value to that original work. Correct? There's no reason that that painting is worth more other than we have assigned it cultural significance and we have artificially inflated the value of that piece. Mm-hmm. Right. This painting, this poster that I have, uh, it's bigger than the original work. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, but it, it retains a lot of the same elements and characteristics. It's just not the original. And does that mean that it is actually less value because Pablo Picasso didn't breathe on it? In my eyes, no. Mm-hmm. But I know that in the rest of the world's eyes, absolutely yes. <laughs> right? Like you were talking about like the Remington thing. Like, oh, this gun was, this is number one. Right? Yeah. That's not, Im- to me, this is just to me personally, that is not important. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I don't care. Right. And I, I know that I am apparently in the minority here. Right. Gary Vee would be spitting and throwing things at me. Right. Uh, just cursing me profanely for being a moron, I imagine. Uh, but like, no, it's it's the only reason that these things are worth money is because we artificially assign them value. Right. Just because you're a digital artist that made a painting. Mm-hmm. It doesn't it doesn't mean it's good. It doesn't mean that it has the value. Right. There's no value intrinsically in a painted piece of canvas. There's no value intrinsically in a piece of digital art. Right. We had to assign it that value. Yeah. And there's lots of other like cultural, sociological reasons that go into it. But ultimately, it's worthless. Right. It's just it's made up. We've we've assigned it this value. So I don't understand continuing continuing to like artificially inflate things and like coming up with really really convoluted reasons why this piece of art is worth money right like oh there's only one like okay cool there's only one of my sketches i drew in my middle school margins notebook but nobody cares right (laughs) it's not important just because there's one of something doesn't mean it's good or useful, right? Sure. Like, so again, this just goes into that whole world of other things I don't understand. Like, why? Why do we just be like, oh no, this is worth a lot of money? Like, who said the person that made it? I don't really think I should take their word for how much it's worth, <laughs> right? Because I think they might be lying to me. I think, that- yeah, and that and that is that is hard because there are people who will say, right, like originality actually means something like there, like, like originality knowing which one's real and which one's not, um, in, in a world of copies, 
I think is important. Like we do spend a lot of time discerning. Um, I guess, I guess to your, your, your rebuttal to that would be like, well, to what end? Like, why does it matter whether this painting was by Michelangelo or not? Do you like the painting or not? Move on. Um, yeah. And this kind of gets to something. I don't know if you saw this piece come out. Um, it's uh, the, um, so there's all these prankster uh, artists out there. Banksy is one of them. You know, he shredded his artwork. Uh, that was that wild. Was hilarious. Auction. It I was so funny. And then it like totally backfired. It, it Or did it? Like, will we ever know? Yeah, right. Know. The conspiracy right. theory of like, <laughs> oh yeah, now but it's worth more. This one. Right. This one because it's now performance art, bro. You're like, dude, come on. Yeah. No, this is an artist called Mischief, M S C H F. They bought an original Andy Warhol painting, made an, a, literally an exact replica of it, made 999 exact replicas of it using a, um, not, not just a uh, photocopy process, but an actual drawing process, you know, where it traces on one side and uses the pen oh, on the oh, other, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shuffled them into a deck and is auctioning them off. <laughs> and see again now you're bought now that the value of this is not the art it's the performance yeah right yeah. apparently that has some value like, <laughs> yeah and basically he's, he's saying like yeah they're robot generated fakes um and he's selling them for 250 bucks a piece and one of them might be real right there's a there's a one in a thousand chance and um i thought that was a very interesting uh kind of take on kind of backlash against what we're talking about here of like no let's preserve preserve the originals uh and we only want originals and meanwhile mischief is overhearing like what if we made it more confusing wouldn't that be fun (laughs) (laughs) well not only that like what (laughs) you know i mean To me, again, like if if there's only one in the whole world, right? Mm-hmm. And you're paying for the exclusivity of being the owner of the one thing, right? Like to me, that kind of defeats the whole purpose of again. We're just talking about art, right? That defeats the whole purpose of art anyway, because it's for people to see it. Yeah, right. And like <clears throat> to experience an emotion from it, you know. And so I feel like that it, that emotional response and that emotional connection and the thought provoking nature of pieces of art are not they don't only show up when you look at the original mm-hmm. <laughs> right if you look at uh, <clears throat> I have a mild obsession with Goya right so we're going to talk about Goya in a minute uh, if you look at the black paintings Okay, they are distressing, and they will make you like critically examine lots of things. You don't have to see the original ones, right? Mm-hmm. You can look at a picture online of Saturn devouring his son and be like, "Yeah, I don't like this." <laughs> <laughs> right? You don't. Yeah. You don't have to do that. And I know this is a bad example because he painted that like without people intending to see it, but like it's a visceral response to something in his life that he painted. And when you look at it, it comes across very abruptly. And it doesn't matter if you're looking at the original on the wall or a photo on the internet, right? 
you look at this one, I have the blue man, the Picasso blue man one on here. I think that's what it's called. I can't forget. Mm-hmm. I'm probably saying the wrong name. Sorry, Picasso enthusiasts. Uh, I really like this painting, mm-hmm. right? Like it, uh, I just really like it's, you know, <laughs> it's, it's says a lot to me on a certain level. And, uh, you know, you can kind of see that it's the guy. He's very forlorn. Everything is blue, right? This is the blue period Picasso clearly. Um, where like the whole thing is blue it's very depressing it's very dour the look on his face is very sad right and the only warm colors in the entire painting are the guitar he's holding mm-hmm. right everything else is cool pale sad dour colors except for the wood on the guitar is a light brown and so the, you are kind of understanding that the only warmth and affection that this man has comes from that instrument Right, and this says a lot of things, but I don't need to see the brush strokes of the original Picasso to understand that. Sure, you know what I mean. Like, so I feel like it's just to me, it's silly. Like, ultimately, it's silly to like. I don't understand exclusivity, right? Like, oh, I'm the only one that has this. Like, cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. That's not something I understand the feeling about. Like, it's not something I've ever wanted for my life. Like, oh, I have like one of 50. Like, cool. Like, what does it matter? Are you going to use it or not? Like, yeah. Is it a thing that's going to be useful to your life? Could you, I mean, if you drive enjoyment out of that, that's fine. You do you. Go for it. But like, that is just a psychological aspect that I don't really follow along with that well. <laughs> I kind of like <laughs> don't get the point. Right. I mean, you like what you like. You want cool stuff. You want cool stuff, you know? Yeah. Like, do I care that that one weird NFT, the the ape thing, like sold for the wrong amount of money because people don't understand how decimal points work? No. It's kind of funny. But like, it's not like, who said that was worth that much money? Exactly. Who said? Yeah. Some random dude? Like, the artist again don't trust the artist when they talk about how much things are worth because they, <laughs> it's like, yeah, no, totally that's a million dollars obviously clearly what are you talking about yeah every everyone knows that this is uh you know it's all it's all fake money's fake money's not real <laughs> that's true that is also true <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> uh Aaron um any 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 updates that you want to, uh, you know, sh- share or talk about? Uh, baseball field's coming together. For- <laughs> uh, starting to do some fundraiser stuff for first softball, and then it's the uh, a week of oh, we just finished state testing, and so we got this week, and then last day is Friday. And then we got Christmas break, so yeah, nice, nice. So anyway, back to uh, NFTs. Yeah, that's um, the that's the only th- it's the only thing in your life that you want listeners to know yeah. about. Okay, all right, that's cool. Uh, uh, we'll, you didn't uh, take a hike up some steps. Um, anything? Uh, yeah. Yep. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Witten Witten proposed Saturday uh, to Shelby. Da Went up to Pahuska, had breakfast at the Mercantile, and then her mom, her mother was with us. 
Uh, and so, because it was our two-year anniversary Tuesday, um, but didn't have I didn't have the ring yet because I so I took I took Mimi's ring, and I took uh, her grandmother her great grandmother's baguette from her ring. I put them together, mm-hmm. um, and so my mind was like, "Oh, rings, you know, will take about a week or two. And the guy's like, "No, how about four to six weeks?" I was like. So um, it kind of fell moderately. He's like, well, you know, if your your anniversary is seventh, um, I'll have it done. Oh, whatever the Tuesday was. Yeah. It's like, I'll have it done by like the eighth or the ninth. And then so conveniently happened to have it done on the, uh, that Thursday, which was, I guess was the ninth. Hmm. Um, and it, it, it kind of planned out because, um, she had stuff at her school. She had to stay late for. I had stuff at my school. I had to stay late for. I was like, "Oh, let's just celebrate our anniversary on the weekend. It's fine." Ha 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 ha. And so, um, nice. Oh, shucks. Her mom, um, too, because I just I wanted someone there to take pictures of it. And so, I mean, her her mom almost ruined the surprise. And she's like, because I was, I wasn't going to tell her where we were going. I just wanted to be like, oh, well, let's get up early, go on a trip. And so, the original plan was to go to a place called uh, uh, Blue Stem Falls, which is outside of Bahuska. Um, But it was too cold, and so I was like, all right, fine, let's just go do something else in there. Her mom was like, why don't we do? Why don't we just have breakfast and then we kind of go from there? And I was like, all right, sweet, all right, we, we can do that. So we went up there. Um, I had. I, I had Mimi's old um, ring box that her ring's in, mm. and it still has a little note that she wrote to me in it. And so I had that. But the problem is, um, especially when it's cold and you have to wear like joggers, it's very noticeable. So I had to like keep like moving this gigantic box around in my pocket. Um, she was completely oblivious. Thankfully, she just thought we were going to go up there and just spend. Uh, you know, a few hours and then have our, our real anniversary in like the afternoon. It's like, oh, let's we'll just go up there and have uh, breakfast with my mom. No big deal. So we go up there, go to the mercantile, um, shop around for a little bit, and then we go for a walk. And I kind of planned it with her mom. I'm like, all right, look, there's some stairs that that lead up to uh, the courthouse. Uh, there in Bahasa, because it overlooks, is on a hill, it overlooks the city, it's beautiful. Um, you know, it's kind of where one of our first true dates were. And plus I, I credit Bahuska during my time with DHS. Um, it's kind of where we got reconnected because I did training in Oklahoma City. And if it wasn't for that job in Bahuska, I would don't think I would have ever re-met Shelby. And so um we went up these stairs. But Shelby in her wonderful sweetness just like takes off up these stairs. And I was like, oh, we're running. <laughs> okay, so I take off. And if, if you guys ever come down, there's so there's downtown Pahuska, where they actually shot a lot of the scenes for the kill of the flower moon. There's yeah. a stair step that leads past, like, up a hill, and then there's a road, and then it goes up another hill to a courthouse. So it's kind of like a two big set hill. So, I mean, they're big. There are a lot of stairs. And so I'm thinking she's just going to go to the first year. All right, boom. This is good enough. We're fine. No. She takes off like Rocky Balboa upstairs. 
And so her poor mother and myself are having to like truck after her. And, and we, we kind of planned it to where like, oh, you know, you, you're like we're going to say a code word and blah, blah, blah. But, but the problem is when we both got to the top, um, her mother and myself, Shelby was up there like looking around. We were both just like gasped for air. And so I was like, hey, Shelby, what? Do you see that over there? The good old like, hey, what's that over there? Correct. And she turned and thankfully her mother had phone ready. Nice. And it just it, it just happened. And and she turned around. And I don't know if you guys got to see the video yeah. of it. Yeah, we did. Um right, Shelby, yeah. we were the the first reaction was was epic. But it and people were like so I said I said Shelby, I held the ring. She's like, Oh and like she said something and then she like takes the ring. And some people are like, well, how come you didn't ask her? I'm like, technically I did because I was like, well, you wear, marry me afterwards, but I was just gasped for air. And I was like, she's like, you tired. It's like, Shelby. And then she was like, boy, I'm well, well, will you marry me? And so she, she said, oh, you know, I, I think it's funny because in the video you hear her say, thank you. And then she like takes the ring. Yeah. And then she says, yes. Yeah. Yeah, um, and then uh, <laughs> we we um, rejoiced the merriment. Um, she was not expecting that ring. She was actually expecting like her grandmother's ring or her great grandmother's ring because her mom uh, told her that she was getting resized, and she's like, "Oh, you know, due to COVID, we have to we have to wait longer." And so she she was being a little nosy. She almost ruined the surprise like a week in advance because I had Mimi's ring. She's like, I started taking it out and thinking it's pretty and just looking at it like that. And so I had to hide it like seven times because he's nosy. Um, (laughs) And then like the night before she was all like, hmm, when is it going to happen? I don't know. And I was like, just be patient. It's like, yep, me neither. You're fine. And so she thought I was... She thought I was going to propose on, on Christmas. Oh. And my my actual original plan was to do it when we did the family pictures. However, um, miscalculation on time-wise, um, I didn't have the ring, like, at all. Like, it was still, like, being put all together. And so I was like, oh. Sure. Sweet. So um, I, I just had, like, contingency plan after contingency plan. Uh, and so... Um, so yeah, we called. We called everybody. We called you guys. Um, called Dad. He was, of course, getting breakfast somewhere. No, you, you knew the diner stuff in the background, but he was happy. Uh, <laughs> I face I FaceTimed uh, Uncle Gary and Aunt Meredith. They were super stoked, which we're actually going to go see this weekend. Um, mm-hmm. And because they they've never met her, so we're going to go go do the family tour. Yes. Um. Thing so yeah it was it it you know she she is very excited uh, I'm very excited we're already planning things and looking at wedding venues and um, she's already got stuff for bridesmaids and I'm like well I don't know if I have that many friends so <laughs> uh, I just have to start pulling people that I meet out the street to be like hey here's an invite back so. Um, thing so so yeah it's um it's going um we're gonna look at venues when we come back from the city 
Yeah, looking at some stuff here in Oklahoma, then you wise. Um, nice. Something. But yeah, it was it was a very wonderful moment. That's and the most uh, best the decision most... I've ever made. All right. And, mm. and am I saying that just because Shelby's looking at me? Yes. yes. But... <laughs> Aaron blinked twice. No. Mm. <laughs> yeah. I think the venue uh, procurement is probably the weirdest, most stressful thing in the history of the universe. Right? Like that's like. <laughs> yeah. That's a. That's a fun, fun time. Yeah. So I mean, uh, there, there's, there's, there's different options that, that we're looking at. Um, we're, we're having, having price, um, thought of, but there's, there's a lot of things, um, that we're just looking at as like, this place is really pretty or, oh, this place has really good food. Um, our, our biggest thing that we've both agreed on is like, we're going to have good food regardless so that's our that's our number one thing at the moment i was like i don't care about you know where it is as long as there's good food i'll be we'll be happy so oh yeah and then you have to go pick out cakes that you won't eat that's fun i love that also it's, it's convenient plus inconvenient because shelby started planning this stuff when it's in the start of baseball and softball season so i'm like oh no you gotta die so no i'll, I'll be helping I'll be, be on FaceTime a lot if I'm at school doing stuff. But I will, I will be, she's also looking at me now, will be helping facilitate any decision making that is decided and or selected um, for the betterment of our wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. I helped a lot by staying out of the way. I'm not helping. Going away. I helped a lot by staying out of the way. So It's true. <laughs> so Susan was yeah, just like, it, you know what? Never mind. I'll do this. I'm like, this is, yeah. Okay. <laughs> We're both going to enjoy I, this I better if you just don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Shelby, Shelby has an Excel sheet of venues. If I need uh, to upload them later. There you know, yeah, the, uh, the deciding factor in our venue was the lady was like, uh, yeah, we have chefs in a kitchen and we take care of everything. And I was like, done. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that's not that's not the what we we look at is that it's um it's all all inclusive. It was, it was more expensive, food. but I did not care. It was worth it. It was like okay, all yeah. we had to do was like find a person to bake the cake. It was like yeah. done. Okay, which which I might got it. I might have a contact for photos and cake making. By the way, there you go. See, I'll Boom. think of it in a second. But I, I I'm friends. With, I went to in, I went to college with them, so. Um, but yeah, that, the the other big thing that we talked about is since we were both coffee drinkers, we were thinking about having like a little coffee bar there. And if, if food is out of the way, we're thinking about getting like a food truck, like a little taco truck or something. Nice. Uh, we thought about getting like a little coffee cart because you can rent those. But we were also just gonna possibly just get a bunch of stuff and have coffee trucks there, like Greg, <laughs> and then people who like ice coffees and lattes because we there. There's one day we went to the same coffee place like. Was this like? Are you getting married at breakfast time? Is this what's happening? Is, yeah. your, is this an AM wedding? Seven AM. Oh dear! Oh, I, oh no! I will require. Uh, we, we, uh, 
Obviously, you must have the uh, the official Oh Brother um, breakfast item of uh, egg sandwich. Yeah, we need the egg an egg cart. What type an of egg eggs cart? Are you? Yes, Aaron. 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 You've got the Aaron. little chef behind there. You've got the coffee bar. You have the egg bar. When they have three things, they have scrambled, over easy, and sandwich. Sandwich and sandwich. <laughs> How do you like your eggs? Sandwich, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. oh, the caterer served brunch, so that might be the possibility. Oh, yes, as, lo- as long as okay. they have eggs, because we are taking an egg picture anyway. Yes. I just know you know. Uh, it can be unofficial with a phone, okay? Yeah. Not official wedding photographer, but yeah, Aaron, like Aaron, you can actually go sit in the other room. Uh, bring Shelby over here. We need to plan this out. Yeah, so, okay, um, we got this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Enjoy. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so, it, I mean, I, I knew I wanted it to be in, in at least a two-year t- uh, time frame because, like, I felt like that was like a good amount of time. And plus, like, I ha- I've been having this built-up plan the whole time, but like, my plan kept being you know, put, put to the side because, like, well, crap, I don't necessarily have a rain. I'm like, oh well, I'm, I'm going to do it in fall. Like, oh well, all the leaves are dead. And so, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I had I had like between here and here, and her her mother really um really helped me out hmm. with um with, like picking the rain because they'd be like oh so what kind of you know flirted baguettes do you want like, oh, flirted baguettes. oh flirted baguettes. what <laughs> so, uh, I'm not ordering like, bread on the side yeah. oh okay sweet like oh it's like oh what if we do what if we do a um uh, a white gold one is laced on the side like oh this so yeah um, okay. <laughs> he, he helped me kind of pick out because she knew she knew the color I knew the size and the lady that we, we worked with was just like, she came up with all of these amazing things that we, that we used. And she, she had a blast and she would text me pictures off and on. And she, I, she was more hyped than like we were for our wedding <laughs> and so, or for, for the ring. And so she, she was wonderful to work with. There's a place in Owasso uh, that I forgot. Um, but this this place has it's really fancy, but they have these dogs that just like walk around. They're they're like older dogs, and they're they're really sweet. And that's partially why I use them because it's close and they have dogs. What's the what's the place? Are you I fair enough? From? Uh, John Kohler and Owasso. John Kohler and Owasso. By the way, shout out. Um, but yeah, so they they have these really cool dogs. Uh, they have a really old dachshund. Oh, he's so sweet. That might maybe the the decision of why I bought the ring, but um, but yeah, so that was that was our fun or that was our weekend um, excursion, and it was it was a blast. That's nice, so. very exciting. Oh, uh, she says she cannot wait to be your all sister in law. So yeah, woohoo! Absolutely, they said woohoo. Sure. woohoo! And so with my... a little more enthusiasm than that, come on, give us some credit. Sure, yeah, come on, man. Uh-huh. Woo. Yeah, never yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Hooray. So now the venue hunting. You have to go seventy five different places and they're all slightly not right and like <laughs> I guess she she has she has a spreadsheet and I thought she was joking, but she showed me uh, why why would you think she was joking um, about that? So, it, the, so there's it, it's 
it's a mixture of like, all right, so there there's a venue in Springfield that she looked at and she she thinks it's gorgeous, but like trying to find like the happy medium between like her family traveling and our family traveling. Sure. Um it's more likely gonna be possibly here in Oklahoma because there's some venues that are just significantly cheaper but offer more. Um I, I told her we're probably gonna be a baller on a budget for a while. Uh and so just to get just to get some things acclimated and get set up. But um we're yeah, we're we're looking at one whatever the twenty second is. We're we're going to one that's like near a lake. Um we're also we're not I guess we're we're looking at having it not in like typical like wedding season, like during the spring or summer. It'll mostly kind of be like fall ish or winter. Or, but if it's, if it's December, maybe. December. Some say December is a good uh, month to get married. So it's <laughs> like, I've heard I've heard that's a good time. January is a good one too. Man, I'll see winter weddings. Oh no. This is Man, there we go. <laughs> well so we, she was thinking about that and she's like when did when did your your oldest brother get them married? And I was like, December. And she's like, wait. So what about Holland and Megan? I was like, January. She's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, I, I know. Hey, it'll be fine. We'll be all right. Don't worry about it. February. <laughs> February. February. Yeah. February. I'm lobbying so like, for February. Easy, easy, the worst easy weather possible. <laughs> and, and that and that honestly might be where it is because a lot of those venues are significant. Like the prices drop in February. I'm like perfect. So, um, if if the winter has been anything like this, where it's like, oh man, it's winter and it's sixty five degrees, I like push out. I would like to cast your mind back a year ago. I know when it when December was like no, December was like sixty sixty five degrees, and then January came, and then. February came. Snowpocalypse 2020 came. Oh, <laughs> I didn't. Um, I didn't go to work for two weeks because there was so much snow outside my house. <laughs> I work. That sucks. Uh, so the, there's a there's a venue that ha- that has a like uh, like several thousand dollars off in March, but it has like this coming March, and she's like, "You think we can get planned in like three months?" Like, no, no, nah, nope. absolutely yeah. not. Nope, nope. You're fine. Fine. And so she's like, but we like, we'll get it super cheap. And I was like, nope, 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 nope. Let's let's enjoy this moment. Let's not rush and sprint through things. So, um, yeah, yeah. you don't want to do that. That's not. It was. Yeah, it was. It was a pretty awesome experience. I had no idea what I was doing. Mm-hmm. I just found myself on one knee, gasping prayer, almost dropping a box down the stairs. No. Um, because it, it got caught in my jacket and I was pulling it and I was still trying to keep it distracted. And I was just like pulling it and then like her box, but Nina's box is just like hard to open. So I was like, fidget, 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 got it. And I was like, here, here it is. Ta-da. Still, still gasping for breath. But in the, in the most, in, in between our um, air intake, she, she managed to say yes. So. It counts. It takes you back to you. your mother. Your mother said, "I can't. Uh, I, I have to lose the receipts. I can't take you back." So, <laughs> wow! <laughs> Dang, harsh words. <laughs> Encouragement. It's, it's encouraging. We'll say it's encouraging words. Yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Encouraging. 
<laughs> I'm interested to know more about these spreadsheets, if I may, for a moment. What are in the columns? What are, what are we, what are we, how are we, what are we categorizing wedding venues on? What are we talking about? What are the columns? What are the categories? All right, so so venue, yes, look like location, guest yeah. list, catering. number, catering, flowers, flowers, if if provided or not, food, food provided or not, everything else, and cake, and it take provided or not, and Dance then like musical entertainment, photo booth, yeah, like uh-huh. and, you know, the whole a whole shebang of things. If they provide them, and then she has like their contact information, website, uh, website email, phone number. All that stuff, and so she can just pull it up willy nilly. Mm-hmm. She she had a finals this week, and so she had a lot of free time. Sure, I didn't see I didn't hear anything in there about uh, bounce houses, uh, so you might want to check into that. Bouncy houses, true. For the for Lily Noah, obviously. Yeah, uh, uh, it needs to be rated a little bit higher weight than that. Like I um, I feel like that's like a goes. my weight. He's like, he almost said he <laughs> Hi. Sorry. Um, but yeah, so it, things like that. But there's how, how many is around here? Yeah. Only one venue in Missouri, and there's like six in Oklahoma. Yeah, so one's in one's in Missouri, and then there's like six in here. Shelby's mom will let her go to the one. But Shelby's mom is not on not the one in Missouri, but. I mean that makes sense because you live in Oklahoma, so like, there. yeah, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> it would make most sense to have get married where you live. Make it a like, destination said, wedding we, in Missouri. I said we could, I said we could <laughs> do it on Noah. the balcony here. We just That's have true. You guys, you guys in the parking lot, and then afterwards we just come in here and party. Okay. Out here, do it super, super low budget. Eggs, fight like twelve people. <laughs> <laughs> that egg party. Yeah. Egg party. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> um, besides that, I mean, like I said, school's almost done. Got my observation done today. Uh, most of my other teachers are pretty hyped for me. Well, my teachers are like, well, I just do something stupid like that. And I was like, hey, hey now. <laughs> I, I didn't know I was going to be observed today. And we had two days of state testing. And I was like, yeah, we're going to put on a movie. And I was getting it set up. And then my principal walked in. I was like, um, we're watching Just, a documentary on, on self-isolation oh, right. and how the effect, the mental effects of bullying uh, during the holidays this causes a um, the, the social impact on, on a community. And my students were really confused. But my principal started laughing. Like, are you watching The Grinch? I'm like, we are. Play the movie. So, um, I got really good scores, but yeah, that was my my week's been very interesting, say the least. There you go. Yeah. Good times. Heavy fun time. I didn't do anything near that exciting. I uh, tried to survive the last week of sixth graders. Always challenging. So making it, um, that's what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, 
Yeah, that's it. We didn't do anything cool. Well, actually, no. Last. Wait. Saturday. Saturday? Yes. Saturday, we went to a concert. And yes. Tell me did. how how were how was okay yes i uh, saw susan post a photo looks like a lot of fun how was that yo it was awesome right so we went to see the uh postmodern jukebox tour in springfield at the galois theater explain right, right? it was awesome so postmodern jukebox uh is a it's a youtube channel right so it started by this guy scott bradley uh and he started he started doing it like forever ago and he's he's like he's been on YouTube for like a million years now, and he like he's like a piano player guy. He does stuff, and he does um, vintage inspired covers of modern pop songs. Mm-hmm. Right, so he'll do them in like nineteen twenties ragtime style or like nineteen seventies soul. Right, and they just like he does they do covers of like modern songs, but these like really crazy vintage styles, and their videos are like sick right like the musicianship and the singing is like it's off the chart it's like so good so we went to their live show in springfield and holy cow it was awesome (laughs) yeah did they um did they have similar uh performance or how how was it staged because i was was much more high energy right so they had four different singers okay so they had they had a the they had a bass player guitar player piano player drummer and then a trombone player and a guy that played winds he played an assortment of saxophone a clarinet and a flute right <clears throat> and so they did all their musical numbers that way oh and oh wait no and there's the tap dancing guy dude <laughs> like uh, tab dancing has literally never been so cool as this guy <laughs> that's awesome but they had uh they have so they have four singers so they had three ladies and a guy and they just sort of like rotated it out right so they like one lady would come out and sing their song and then like and then the next time it would be another lady and sometimes they would come out together or sometimes it was all of them right and then the dude would come out and sing like they just like rotated out that way like each singer was like saying like certain songs, you know, hmm. and they like they would switch out, and there was like literally costume changes for the singers like every single time they're on stage. So Whoa. that's why, but yeah, it was crazy. Like the spangliness of the dresses was like literally blinding at one point. <laughs> so they would always they would switch up costumes for whatever song it was, right? Like you know, uh, all that kind of stuff. And so yeah, it was cool though. It was really fun. It was like a really high energy, lots of uh, excitement. So I went with Susan and a couple of our friends from school, right? We went with uh, the history teacher and the high school choir director went. Oh, neat. Yeah. That's that's a lot of fun. (laughs) Yeah, it's fun. So we all went and four of us went down there and uh, we ate like first we went to Nona's because obviously it's like right there. Like, okay, well, I mean, do do I want delicious Italian food? Yes, yes, I do. And then (laughs) I just went to the there there it's pretty nice it was really fun um <clears throat> so it was like the sound was like really good in there like their sound engineer people were like just off the chart right like 
really good. Sounded immense. Tap dancing guy is a fool. Like just like craziness. Like they they just had like this thing on stage. There's like this big square, just like hardwood. Yeah. And he would come out and he would like dance to the songs a couple times, or like um, sometimes like part of the rhythm of the song was like him. Uh, right. Oh, like cool. <laughs> it's like he's nice. like part of the rhythm section at some points and then there was like a feature thing where he did like a it was like a feature of just him and his dancing abilities which are uh, wow dude shocking. wow like <laughs> yeah, shocking right like uh you go out and do that and like they were like he did a one of them was like a Mario medley. It was hilarious. Like mm. <laughs> oh, really, yeah, That's awesome. <laughs> it was like the Super Mario like medley of like all the songs, like the Bowser's Castle and like the Yoshi Island and like the main theme. Right, <laughs> it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, where again, like part of the rhythm of the song is his tap dancing. Yeah, which is mildly crazy. Yeah, it makes it really. I you know just really super unique, um and you know rather stomp stomp esque I guess yeah uh, little little flare added flare there yeah it was crazy it was really good and like again like the musicianship is just like top tier right it's like really good and the singers are just yeah you could like feel there was one lady I don't remember what her name was now but like you could basically feel her voice like punching you in the chest. Like oh, and we were sitting in the balcony, so it's like, <laughs> oh my, <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and probably the biggest surprise of all, I'm standing there. I come out of the bathroom. I walk into the main hallway in the galores, you know, to go upstairs. And I'm standing there, and I'm staring at this dude. And all of a sudden, I'm like, I know that guy. Holy cow! It was Bluto that I what? from college. <laughs> yeah, him and him and his family were there walking into the thing. Oh my gosh, ah, ah, that's crazy! Of course, it was I mean, absolutely hysterical. Of course, he would be there. I think it was, I mean, it was very real. I feel like natural. Like I yes, uh, but <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, so I've seen this guy in years. Like, we used to play music together. We played in the jazz band together at college. Yeah. Right? And so he was standing there with his wife and his two kids. And I was like, what? What? And she was like, oh, my God. It It was hysterical. That's so cool. (laughs) Of course, I called him. I, like, yelled Bluto out through the hallway. And, like, (laughs) it's not his real name. uh, Obviously, listeners. This is his moniker. Uh, we called him that because he literally looks like Bluto from Popeye. He is an enormous man. Uh, <laughs> but he was like, his kids started laughing and he turned around real quick because he was like, what? 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 Why does it probably <laughs> <yeah>. said that? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> like people don't, you know, I don't think he probably goes by that name anymore. And so like, <laughs> he was like, whoa. <laughs> So what is he? Yeah. So did you guys get a chance to get caught up, or was it kind of like, oh, we gotta move on? From uh, just a little bit because we were going to go inside. But yeah, he's doing stuff. He's teaching his daughter how to play saxophone. 
And I was like, nice. oh, yeah. And he was like, yes, it's a little stressful, but, you know, it's all good. <laughs> so doing the dad thing, right? Run his kids all around everywhere, yeah. everything, right? His wife is still working at her job. That She's like a pharmacist or whatever, so. Oh, cool. You know. <clears throat> so, yeah, that was pretty sweet. That was pretty uh, random encounter of the highest order. Old college music buddy showed up at the, the postmodern jukebox lobby in the thing. So that was hilarious. Uh, so. Yeah. Oh, but that's, yeah, that's really cool. And I think what's kind of neat is kind of you, you guys had that, that same interest in jazz, that musical style. And then you kind of been out of contact for a little bit and then you reconnect. You're like, Oh, Hey, yeah, this yeah. is, uh, this, yeah. But again, that's why when you said blue, I was like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Given what I would give what I know. So, and like I was like everybody else had started to go upstairs when I had this realization. So Susan was like, coming back down the stairs and she was like, what are you doing? And I was like, Bluto's here. And she's like, what? Where? So she got to meet him because she's never actually oh, yeah. met him before. Uh, so she met him and we would talk to her a little bit and he made fun of me, obviously, like you do. Uh, and then. <laughs> <laughs> Classic uh, musicianship like ribbing he was like yeah i went to the sixth grade band concert the other day thought of you i was like haha thank you (laughs) 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 you gotta do that i guess i know you gotta do that i was like well at least my music has never been written up in the paper as being terrible so like come on (laughs) never got bad reviews right (laughs) yeah He once played the Star Spangled Banner uh, slightly a la Jimi Hendrix, and some dude wrote like a really angry op ed in the, in the paper about like how horrible it was and like how terribly un American it was. <laughs> yeah. So it's. I thought it was good. So, like, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, it, was, you know, it was a good rendition. So, that's fine. exactly. It is. It is. So yeah, that was my excitement for the week. Random old friend sighting in downtown Springfield. (laughs) That was pretty cool. That was a fun time. But the show was great, right? It was really good. So if you're not listening to Postmodern Jukebox uh, already, you should be. They're on Spotify. They have a YouTube channel. They have all these lots of videos on there you can see all the performances and all the different stuff right lots of guest musicians and different people singing songs and stuff it's really good the arrangements are great right <clears throat> so highly recommend postmodern jukebox if you can't watch them in person definitely be listening <laughs> to their stuff <clears throat> good <laughs> link in show notes <laughs> yeah there you go <laughs> oh but <laughs> oh, oh well uh i don't know did you guys um aaron you had uh you had power uh that you lost for a little bit um but you guys are all safe and sound now well so not not um power here so we actually lost power three times down at school today um it was really windy and it was dark, and then it'd be really sunny but and windy, but then it'd be dark again and windy. Uh, so we lost, like, but it was like the first time was like a flicker, but it was like off for maybe like a minute and back on. And then later at the end of the day, we lost power again. 
got it back on and we lost power for like 10 minutes and then it came back on and then we were fine. So nothing here in in town here yet, but today sporadically um, due to wind and starting conditions, yeah, we, we did lose power, yes. Mm. Ooh. Yeah, we were under a wind advisory most of the day. We had like 30 plus mile an hour winds oh. all day. That's Kansas great. City apparently... They had, um, so a, one of our clients, his, he and his wife are taking flight lessons and she was supposed to fly today. <laughs> not, not a day for that. <laughs> Ooh, they had to cancel it. They had 60 mile an hour winds. At the oh airport. my gosh. 60. And I looked to Megan. I was like, I feel like we're in Lubbock again, where it's just like, oh, it's mildly breezy and it's 40. And you're like, what? This is, I am terrified of this. But yeah, not a breeze. No, it's been bad all day today. Um, I had, I had several um, drop ins going into people's houses and letting the dogs out in the backyard. And I'd have to like get outside in the backyard really quick, shut the door, make sure the fence was still there. And, oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, let the, and then let the dog out. Cause it was like, this is a day where I let him out and then I look in the front yard and see the dog running down the street. I go, oh, yeah. the fence must be The flat. fence is gone, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so we'll see. We'll see. But yeah, thankfully they ended up blowing through and we didn't have any major storms, but I think we may get another round here. Maybe. But. Yeah, we're supposed to have some in about an hour okay. <clears throat> at the point of the radar. But it looks less than it did like it looks like like less together yeah sort same. of so i kept getting good i kept getting updates on others about like it's coming and then it was like it's well be be ready and then it was kind of like eh never mind so <laughs> yeah let's start to cool down just a little bit finally but it's so warm today oh it would have been a I'm, lot nicer if i oh i'm sorry to save this for the very last of the show but last week, the reason I brought bring this this just like hit my brain is because with all of the wind, I've had lots of gumballs in my yard. No, oh, 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 <laughs> yes, I almost forgot. And uh, I am upset because prior to today, I had a perfectly clean, beautiful looking yard. Thanks to. <laughs> Some hand rakes. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> let me tell you, I, I'm going to have to find, obviously, a photo to send to you guys to see this um, that Megan took of me using them because it's magical. And is it magical? <laughs> it is magical. Uh, I... I mean, I appreciated it. I don't know about Megan, but um, (laughs) (laughs) so I need to get, I need to figure out these things. Um, These, these, uh, these again, they are kind of, they're big discs that you put your hand in the back and they've got these teeth on them and they allow you to bend down and scoop up with your hands and you can pick up. They look kind of like big, scary catcher's mitts. Right? That's what they remind me of. Yeah, the well, way they're, they're big, shaped. They're like big, broad, like... Yeah, well, I'm going to send these to you. These these, these are different. They look a little different. I wish I had a, a close-up of these, but they're basically like just big saucers that you put on your hands and kind of like make your hands wide. 
Right. And then at the end, they've got kind of teeth. So you kind of rake things towards you. But the teeth. So first thing, let's go with um, build construction. Um, Awful. Um, These are (laughs) not good. Uh, They look they look smaller than I thought they would. They, yes. they look like trash can lids that you just put on your hand. That's yeah, but I, like they look too small. They look they don't they don't even look like the size of a dinner plate. These things look tiny. This is exactly. These are probably I don't know. I mean, they're probably eighteen inches across. Are maybe twenty. Maybe really? twenty. Yeah. I mean, because my hands. Yeah, they're probably. Uh, no, you're right. They're probably more like twelve. I think they're about twelve they, inches across. Yeah, they yeah, look they're twelve inches across. They look too small. They're not. They're yeah. not eighteen inches. Across. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry. They're probably twelve. Why do I have random pictures showing up? They're probably twelve inches across. It's which, fine. which doesn't sound that much, but the, when you go, when you have the paper bag there, or when you have a bag, you don't. If if the if you're if these are too large, you can't then dump these into the um, the bag, right? And that was something that I actually yeah. struggled with. Was that the bag opening? was kind of the same it, it was wasn't enough to really make it comfortable to drop these in easily so you kind of had to funnel them down with your hands but build construction these these at least whatever these are because this is not the prescribed giant plastic leaf bag see that's <laughs> well yeah. but if you want the city to take them or if you want to be able to just jump out of your car and <laughs> huck them into the city compost pile you use paper bags. I mean, that's true, I suppose. Which is what I want. Um, so You could just dump them out of the bag. Just like... Yeah. But then, it's a lot more handling. I just really want to get yeah. throw them and then run away. <laughs> so, these are very thin, which was something that I kept running into was when I'm reaching down to pick up these gumballs, I felt like I was having to kind of bend the plastic with my fingers and I was having to put a little bit, a lot more attention on my hands that I originally thought that I would have to, to kind of mold these to, to shape them because they were so thin and kind of give them a little bit more rigidity with my hands. Um, I was probably overthinking this when I was doing this, but the rakes themselves, the kind of like tines that you can't see in this photo because they're covered with, um, and the listeners obviously can't see because they're covered with gumballs and because the listeners can't see them because this is a podcast um, and not a video cast. But um, they're so thin that they can't really rake hard. And something that I have learned about my raking style is I am an, uh, I'm an aggressive raker. Um, I've broken uh, one rake and I have bent the metal handle of another one. Um, and so when I'm raking, we're raking. We're really getting everything out of there. <laughs> uh, so if you go down, but once you get the full, once you get the big pile, it's kind of nice to just kind of get the last little bit of whatever's at the end with those little tines. Um, but they're so spaced apart that you can't really get the fine stuff to add to the um to the bag. So uh the really really the one plus for these is that uh when you are scooping up uh I filled three 30 gallon bags of nothing but gumballs. Nothing but gumballs. Ah. And I have my yard looks like I have not raked it since <laughs> I took this photo because of the gumball tree that sits above my house. Um, so I have to go fill out probably another three of just nothing but gumballs. Anyway, when you're doing this with your normal hands or with gloves, um, you can only pick up so much and the dense and gumballs are so v- voluminous. 
but you only get like seven in your normal hands. So it is nice. Yeah. You can really tear through large piles with these and you don't have to worry about getting stuck or poked with anything, which is something that I also appreciated um, because in this picture that you can probably see, there's a Burberry bush, which is those evil devil thorn bushes things that we used to have out of the house where every time dad would trim, you couldn't run around that corner that was closest to the tree. Oh, because, the red ones. Yeah. The red ones. Yeah. Uh, where they're covered in thorns, where if you lose one stray thing, you'll step on it literally. And then you'll have a massive a splinter in your heel. Um, oh yeah. Right. So, um, best I can do is I trim those and I try and clean them up everything, but there are strays, right? And so anytime I'm raking in the yard, I will guarantee find one of those. Um, even though I rake my yard apparently a thousand times a year. Uh, <laughs> That's what I'm learning from this. It, it, oh my gosh, it's so bad. Uh, but it's like, these do, again, help you not have to poke and get uh, stuck. Because even with gloves, it can stick through stitches or whatever. And gloves, again, you're not really increasing your rate of being able to scoop. So I'm a little disappointed in their construction quality because they just don't feel solid enough to where you could really grab a big pile um, and keep them together without them warping. Um, But in the protecting your hands and allowing you to uh, uh, scoop up piles like this, I will say that since I'm usually scooping piles with my hands anyway, I was already bending down. these uh i didn't have to bend down as often because you're taking bigger chunks out of a pile so it was kind of a yeah you know uh win-win i guess but um uh mostly noah used these and it was a lot of fun so Uh (laughs) he would he would take one and set it flat on the ground and then pile a bunch of um gumballs on top of it and then take the other one and put it on top and then lift both of them and then dump like a serving tray like a serving tray exactly like a serving tray uh so cloche uh, that's what that's called a cloche thing okay uh i would i would probably give these particular ones um to me the the uh uh build quality again i keep harping on that but it is kind of a big deal um those those knock it down to probably a six out of ten but the usefulness Mm. is what gives it the six and not any lower because they were genuinely helpful i think if they were a better quality build i would uh, uh be better to recommend these so Okay, so engineering question. What should they be made out of to make them superior at picking up uh, things? Should they just be thicker plastic or should they be like aluminum? What should they be made out of? I think either a thicker plastic, carbon fiber. I don't know. Carbon fiber. Yes, exactly. No, I think think if they were, I think if they were still plastic, maybe thicker, but you could add ribbing on the backs of them to make plastic or rigid i think okay because just adding some more structure to them because right now these are perfectly smooth and perfectly flat so you can just warp them and kind of just deform wiggle them around if you added that structure that that backing to make a more i I think that alone would without getting the thickness issue just adding that structure would really be beneficial for these okay so they can't flex and you can actually like yes push things together yes that would be that would be good because again because they flexed i was worried about them um deforming and then me losing stuff or them you know the the surface area being smaller so i would take my fingers and kind of push against the plastic as it was warping as i was scooping stuff um and that just kind of that tires your hands out after a while yeah true ah there we go so ribbing there we go <laughs> Like, yeah, six nice. out of ten uh, needs. Yeah, 
Uh, so anyway, that's the um, that's the handrake review. Uh, I am finally glad to have done that, and uh, we'll use them again once we because uh, I have to get up tomorrow and rake. You say all of the leaves have been blown down again because of oh my, the severe so, windstorm today. Uh, so so that the, the space between my house and my neighbor's house is like two driveways width or a little less. And it is just a, a wind tunnel where all of the leaves get funneled in and pushed up against my gate. And I literally have like <laughs> oh <no. laughs> three feet of just now brand new leaves against my gate that I have to come in and dig out and uh, uh, put in bags. So I'm doing leaves on that side and all gumballs in the front. So what you're saying is leaf fort. Okay, got leaf, it. That's what you're saying. Leaf fort and a half. I will say that when we did go to the compost, the city compost, which is 15 minutes from my house, it's not too out of the way, um, but I can only fit three uh, of, these, of these yard waste bags in my Jeep at a time. So I have... I, 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 <laughs> I have eight, I had oh, dear. Eight, I had 18 of these bags. And oh I had one that I had filled, and I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta get this taken. But before I take that bag, I need to go rake my yard well i filled three other bags so then i had four bags and i was like i can't fit four <laughs> so i had up to 18 and then i took three so i still have quite a few bags that i need oh to my go gosh what the heck? a lot and what's annoying is that we you know the service that we pay for for the city is extra five bucks a month and they'll come and literally take anything away they stop it at the end of november and they don't pick it up oh until, no yeah which is when i need it <laughs> they know that that's why they're like i think they think they know this Um, they don't resume it until like march and i'm like i'm not storing 18 bags of (laughs) except for you will just out of spite like i'm storing i can't in my in my garage (laughs) so all of our (laughs) i don't want to put them outside because they're just going to rot and the bags are going to rot through and they're blow away and open it knocked over whatever so it's like I'm just gonna line my walls with the good with the with leaf bags. Ha! Huh. You think? <laughs> Put in the coal chute. <laughs> just I'm up to my eyeballs and leaves. Oh, <laughs> I know. I know. The actual answer to this is get a a a, a, a gas powered lawnmower where I can just mulch them in place and not yeah. have to worry about this and have it auto bag and do blah blah blah. I. Love not having to put gas in my lawnmower and using an electric weed eater. Say. It's so nice. It's so quiet. I can do yard work at any time of day when kids are not napping. an electric weed up op- or electric leaf option. There is, um, <coughs> um, there is, um, they, uh, obviously bigger and bulkier, um, but there ah, is, there is an electric okay. option, uh, you know, again, but, but, uh, you know, the plus with that is, uh, my yard is tiny, so I don't really need a lot. That's of, true. You know, that's, that's the true. biggest thing with these is like, oh, uh, you get a battery powered one, you can do seven feet. Ha! Checkmate minus six. So we're good. Yeah, I, <laughs> <laughs> I can't turn it around. So <laughs> we're good. So I think that that's probably uh, an option uh, right now. Uh, I'm 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 still enjoying the real mower plus raking uh, to address the yard issues um i think though like i mean leaves are so bad so anyway my my leaf saga continues um we are taking one step at a time so i guess you just cut the tree down and then you would <laughs> yeah 
No. Don't have to worry about <laughs> we like trees. I have a different tree. Not a gumball tree. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. We do have, we did plant a bur oak, so in a hundred years it'll be fine. Um, <laughs> oh, yes, a short time away. That's right, though. That's funny. <clears throat> Ouch. Yes. So, well, thank uh, you for that important consumer update. Consumer update. Are, right. Um, I haven't yet found a link to these things. I don't know where my our client purchased them. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> if I find that, to. it'll be in the show notes so you can go and revel in these and uh, see what other people are saying. But uh, Right. Yes. So you, you may now sleep at ease uh, knowing. Oh, okay. Phew. I was worried. Yeah, I know. Okay. Me too. <laughs> he was, oh, wait, what? Uh, anyway, so uh, try not to get blown away. And uh, I'm going to give it a shot. Okay. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll do this again next time. All right. Okay. Love you guys. <laughs> Love you too. Bye. Love you too. Bye.